Welcome to Reclaim Your A-Game. I'm your host, Christine Franklin. I'm a best-selling author and firm believer that we all deserve to live lives full of joy and show up as the best version of ourselves in every area. Beyond awards and accolades, being on your A-game is about being mindful of what makes you feel your best and settling for nothing less. Before I met Hannah Look, I had never thought of the potential for sports to foster a push-through mentality that could lead to adrenal fatigue and hormonal imbalances. Hannah is a certified performance breathing coach, meditation teacher, and holistic health and nutrition coach. She helps busy goal-driven humans free their potential through strengthening their physical, mental, and even spiritual health. And today we get to hear how she started taking a more holistic, balanced approach to her health, paying more attention to her mental health and lifestyle, which now includes meditation, breathwork, and mindfulness practices. If you want to switch from busyness and being on autopilot to consciously creating the life you want, listen closely. Welcome, Hannah. It's so good to have you here. And I know that people will be definitely inspired by what you have to share today. So I'm not going to waste any time. Let's just get straight into it because I can't wait to hear all about your journey. And this journey resonates with me so much because I am definitely one who leans towards busyness. I'm very much a doer, an action taker, get things done kind of person. And I sometimes have to check myself and say, okay, it's time to slow down. So (laughs) I'd love to hear all about how you managed to do that kind of checking in and that kind of slowing down and changing the pace of your life as needed. But first of all, welcome. Thank you so much, Christine. I am so honored and excited to be here. And I just so appreciate you having me on. I feel like you're a huge inspiration as well. So thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. And you talk about the concept of pushing through. I definitely know about that. But what was your experience with that whole feeling of just trying to push through and get things done? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's the best way I can think to describe it. Um, So I guess I think it ultimately or originally came from growing up playing a lot of different sports. From pretty much since I can remember, I was always like year round growing up, going to soccer practices or basketball or track, whatever. Um, And, you know, sports can teach us so many great lessons, right? But at the same time, it can also kind of teach you to pretty much ignore your body, ignore how you're feeling and just literally push through. So, for example, in a cross country race, you know, your legs are burning, all you want to do is quit. And you kind of have to ignore all of that and just focus on the outcome I want is, you know, to get over the finish line, and I just have to keep going. And I'm sure that that has benefited me in a number of ways. But at the same time, um, like you said, it also taught me to push through and just like I said, ignore those signs, ignore my body and what's going on mentally and physically. And so I think a lot of that I could see as I got older really translated to every area of my life, not just in physical activity and sports, um, but also work, life, sleep, 
um, relationships, all sorts of things. And so I guess at at one point in my 20s, um, where this lesson really started to sink in was I, um, where it really originated from was I started noticing a few random like hormonal symptoms, one of those being hair falling out and nothing will get your attention faster. I feel like as a woman than seeing and feeling your hair falling out. And so that's when I was like, okay, what's going on here? Um, and I should also say, you know, I really prioritized my health. I tried really hard essentially to be fit and healthy. Um, still like playing, I guess, playing sports or doing endurance races and CrossFit and eating super healthy and doing all these things. So I was like, why is this happening? And I really wanted to understand. And so I started working with a functional nutritionist and we did a number of tests, um, the Dutch test and some blood work and things like that. And um, getting those test results back was kind of like this report card saying, hey, you've been prioritizing all these things that you thought were important for your health, but you're actually not as healthy on the inside as you think, and something's not working. And that's when I really, it started to sink in that, oh, I've been pushing through a lot, not just all the physical activity I just mentioned, um, but I wasn't sleeping enough. I don't think I was ever getting eight hours of sleep. And just kind of, again, just pushing through day to day, right? A lot of us don't, we don't really think about it. Um, It kind of becomes our new normal is to feel tired and fatigued. Um, So there was that. I was in a a job that I didn't really love and just kind of pushing through that. And I don't think it was giving me much fulfillment mentally and emotionally. So it was just all these factors that were probably added up over a number of years, really, um, that kind of led me to this state of these hormonal imbalances. And I guess what was um, adrenal fatigue or really low cortisol and things like that. Mm. Wow, I so can relate to so much of that. I was never really into sports so much. My main sport slash physical activity was dance and I was always in a dance class or a dance group so that was my thing but my personality is definitely one of you know I just want to grab life and embrace it and get everything out of it and (laughs) yeah I think (laughs) give a hundred percent yes and I I think it's so common and whatever people you know are into or focused on because I think society also teaches us that me- that messaging to not just sports, right? But school, everything, it's all very outcome focused. It's all very like this is this is the finish line that you're going for and kind of, you know, suck it up and get there whatever it takes, right? So that makes sense. Yes, and we tend to think of all these external rewards as our markers for success or for doing well. So as you said, there seems to be always this finish line that you're trying to get to. It's not really so much about emphasizing the journey, which is something that I've come to appreciate as I got older. The journey is really, for me, what I enjoy, the discovery, the experimenting, and I'm always curious. Mm-hmm. So 
I've learned to appreciate that much more than trying to reach a particular finish line. So I totally get it. And I get the whole concept of thinking that you're healthy. That was me. (laughs) Yeah. I ate well. I exercised when I wasn't too tired to exercise. (laughs) And the one thing that I never accounted for was stress. And I think that happens so easily in most people's lives. We always hear about this diet that might work for you or, you know, reduce eating this or cut this out. And there's so much emphasis on how you eat and then fitness and exercise and sports, but not as much as talked about in terms of stress and how that can have a really serious negative impact on your health. And so I had the same experience where I thought I was doing all the right things and I realized I just didn't feel good and my brain was foggy and I was always tired. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I don't like how I feel. <laughs> you know, I'm very body aware. So I just realized I don't like how I feel in my body at all. So something has to change. So just as you said, you know, there comes that point where um, you just realize that, no, this has to be turned around somehow because mm-hmm. this is not how I want to continue my life. So. I'd love to hear about what happened after you got to that point where you realized you needed to make a change. Yeah, well, kind of to continue on your point of stress, one thing I did was, like I said, I really wanted to understand why and how to fix this and how to do it the right way. And so I kind of did a deep dive pretty much for years, even following that of learning about stress and what that truly means. And one huge aha was realizing that stress is can be anything that is, for lack of a better term, stressing the body, whether that is intense physical exercise or processed foods or under eating or that emotional stress of being worried or having anxiety or even like gut dysfunction, all of these things. Our body actually identifies all that stress in the same way. All you know puts us into that um, fight or flight sympathetic mode at varying degrees. Um, so that was a really big aha moment. And I guess so part of that, um, as I I learned initially through this functional nutritionist that I was working with, um, she was trying to teach me that and help me understand. Um, hey, we need to remove stressors like physical activity, emotional work, life, whatever. We just need to like lighten the load on your body, Um, which I really had a hard time comprehending that at first. I was like, you know, sleep, work, that stuff doesn't matter, right? Because I'm working out all the time and I'm eating healthy. So why does this matter? Um, So it took me a while to wrap my mind around that. But um, I I remember asking her, well, she had said, you know, you should probably, you know, physical activity is an easy one that you can control, right? Sometimes the work and life stresses, it's harder to control those. So physical activity, she's like, I would definitely dial it back, you know, maybe just do some like light walking, things like that. And for, for me at the time, I was like, well, what about, you know, like running and CrossFit and these intense things that I had been doing because I love them so much. She was like, I would say especially those things. Don't do those things. I can imagine. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, are you sure? Um, So that was really a bummer for me. And, and, you know, the hard part too, was that I didn't 
feel that bad. It's like, I, it's not like I couldn't get out of bed in the morning. I could still get up at 5 a.m. and feel tired, but make it to the CrossFit gym and do the workout. Um, so I really had to kind of tune into, okay, what's most important to me? And it's doing this the right way. It's really understanding my health and thinking about this long term rather than just getting in some workouts this week. So definitely took a step back and cut back on a lot of the physical activity, learned a much more gentle approach. Um, surprisingly, when I did kind of work in more activity, I actually felt a ton better, which I didn't even know what that was like because I hadn't been giving myself enough recovery time. Um, and so beyond that, I mean, the nutrition part of it. And this was, you know, I made some changes quickly. And some of this sort of took place over a, a long time over probably a few years of continuing to learn and adjust and adopt new habits. Um, but nutrition wise, I started learning a lot more about how much I was eating, I had been eating really healthy, um, like, clean whole foods, but I wasn't fueling enough to um, help my body recover from all the activity, not just the activity, but also the life stressors as well. So I learned a much better, healthier approach to food. Um, and then I started to really value and understand the importance of those lifestyle factors, which I kind of knew. And I feel like we all kind of know, <laughs> but it was starting to sink in just how important they were, like getting enough sleep, um, not working through lunch every day, which I did for a long time, and giving myself a little white space in the day to clear my mind and, um, you know, not just kind of be on this hamster wheel all day long, every day. Um, and then again, started just paying more attention to the emotional side and um, slowly started to do things like meditation and journaling, um, eventually found breath work, which was also really helpful. And so all these things kind of really added up and, and helped me kind of come out of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I remember when I started to try some new things. I tried meditation. I was like, mm -hmm. I can't stop thinking. Oh my God, it's not working. I'm not doing this yeah. right. Why am I not doing this right? And then I got caught up yeah. in the whole achievement kind of mindset again. Oh, yes. I want to do this right. Still struggle with that one a little bit. Yes. But I learned how to do guided meditation, mm. and that really helped a whole lot because that could set a tone for me and that kind of set the scene for a slower pace and that kind of thing. So I find that I need that external, you know, kind of setting where I'm not just trying to not think, which yeah. does not work. I've learned <laughs> <laughs> because the thoughts will come, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really a journey and it really does take a while. So I'm glad that you emphasize that because in our modern society we have so much of this concept of instant gratification and what can we do to get there faster and get a shortcut but life and health don't work like that and our bodies yeah. weren't designed to be like that so everything takes time and it really is a journey in which you learn 
what works for you and what doesn't along the way. So it's really powerful that you mentioned that because that is so, so key to giving yourself grace along the journey as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I get the sense you have found your space within the breathwork, mindfulness and meditation kind of space. So what do you find is most surprising for you now that you're into that mm. world compared with the pushing through world that you were in before? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, so finding meditation and then breathwork has been really powerful for me. Um, I think breathwork especially I've really fallen in love with because of all the overlapping benefits between health and performance and that mental emotional side of things so um i guess one thing that has been really surprising or that i really enjoyed kind of learning about when it comes to breath work was just how much of an effect our breath has on the nervous system and how we can literally just shift the way we're breathing and switch out of that stressed out fight or flight mode and back into that rest and digest parasympathetic state, which I mean, in a nutshell, all the good things in the body happen when you're in that calm rest and digest state. Um, so that's been a huge tool that I've been able to use and then now start teaching others um, that can really be a helpful factor in lightening that overall stress load on the body, um, just even throughout the day, and then also kind of big picture over time I think it all adds up oh yeah it definitely does isn't that so amazing how you can switch your nervous system around just through your breath I can't believe I didn't quite realize that and I feel like everybody needs to know this yes (laughs) it's so powerful it is it is and it's something that's right at our fingertips you don't have to go get equipment you don't have to go to the gym you don't have to do anything except apply the techniques Exactly. Yeah, so, and so, so easy yeah, to do. Just, yeah. Throughout, throughout the day, like I'll now set a timer mid morning, mid afternoon to remind myself, it'll just say breathe. <laughs> and if I have the time, which I try to make the time, um, even if it's just for one minute, I try to just kind of sit there and take some deep breaths and check in with my body and slow things down a little bit. And it really makes a difference. Oh, yeah, it does. And I was going to say that it's wonderful that you're teaching people this as well, because it's like this little secret that (laughs) unless someone opens the door to it for you, you just don't know. And until you experience the power of it, you don't know that this whole other technique and this whole other way to be is right there, you know? So it's amazing that you're teaching others and you're sharing the secret that you've discovered. So. I'm really, really grateful to you for making sure that others can follow the path that you've been on and try to move away from that cycle of busyness and normalizing stress, which is what tends to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything that you would like to say to a listener who is caught up in this pushing through cycle? and dragging through the day and thinking, well, this is just the way it has to be. What would you say to a listener who's in that place right now? 
Hmm. That's a great question. Um, you know, maybe it just you don't have to settle and accept this as your normal. Like there are other ways of being and living um, where you can get out of that busy stress mode and switch over into just living a more balanced, intentional and full life. And so just keep keep going, keep looking for answers and and remember that those little little day-to-day habits little changes that you make they really truly all add up like I said even if it's one starting with one minute of deep breathing that day um, it really makes a difference it really does so thank you so much for sharing this with us Hannah and thank you for being here it's been such a pleasure speaking with you thank you so much for having me I loved it And remember, Hannah has told you about a healthier approach that you can have, not just to your diet and your exercise, but to life in total. And we're so happy that she shared with us her journey and helped us to see that it really is a journey and we can do this step by step. So thank you for listening and have a powerful day.